0: I was intently focused on finding the man with the gun and didn't hear the radio. Fairchild Police, Fairchild Security, just received a notification from the hospital. You have individuals down. Repeat, you have individuals down. I shouted to the crowd, where is he? They collectively pointed behind them as they fled, yelling, there's a man with a gun. He's shooting people. He's over there as i emerged from the crowd i heard the deep boom of gunfire the sound reverberated off the hospital buildings to my right and the military houses behind the perimeter fence to my left i coasted and searched for the source of the gunfire in the distance a man dressed in black with a long gun at his hip appeared in the middle of the road as he walked toward me he swung the weapon to his right and fired toward the housing area He then swung the weapon to his left and fired toward the hospital. Still coasting, I leaned right and glided up a sidewalk ramp in front of the hospital annex building. I leaped from the bike and drew my beretta as I knelt on the sidewalk. My hands gripped the pistol and brought it in line with my target as I yelled, Police! Drop your weapon! Put it down! The man continued toward me and fired again to his side. I yelled again, Police! drop it, put it down now. His pace quickened, and he aimed the rifle in my direction. My finger moved to the trigger of my Beretta and slowly applied pressure. The hammer came back smooth and dropped sharp, propelling my first shot toward the man with the gun. When the shooting ceased, a trail of shell casings, bullet holes, and blood led through the hallways and parking lots of the Fairchild Air Force Base Hospital campus. Medical teams worked to locate and triage the wounded, while law enforcement officers searched for a rumored second gunman, and investigators attempted to identify the shooter. As word of the shooting spread, at least one Fairchild airman correctly predicted the shooter would be identified as his former co-worker, Dean Melberg. Melberg had previously been assigned to Fairchild's Calibration Laboratory before being sent to the psychiatric ward of a military hospital in Texas. Technical Sergeant Peyton Kendall, a lab supervisor, said, Dean scared all of us. I was always real careful not to piss him off because I was afraid this would happen. I was scared even after he left. All along I felt sure he'd come back. I didn't know who he'd target. The lab? The commander, the doctors, the wing commander, I didn't know, and that's what scared me. Sergeant Sam Prescott previously worked with Melberg at Cannon Air Force Base in New Mexico and had a similar experience. Prescott said, During the period I knew Dean, my feelings that he was dangerous progressed daily. Prescott frequently warned his co-workers to be careful when alone with Melberg and he warned them to be even more cautious when gathered in a group. Prescott recalls how he learned of the shooting. About 0200 the morning after, I was asleep on my sofa with the TV on. I thought i dreamed about Melberg going on a shooting spree at some Air Force base. In the dream, Prescott chastised his co-workers. I told you so. Damn it, why didn't you listen? I told you he'd get you. When Prescott went to work the next day, one of his co-workers asked, How did you know? How did I know what? You know, about Melburg." Prescott's knees went weak when he realized his dream had been prompted by news reports that aired while he slept. Jeff Cook had worked as a medical technician at Fairchild's Mental Health Center, and had transferred to another base. He learned of the shooting when his mother-in-law called him after seeing reports on the local news. She asked him, who could do something like that? Without hesitation, Cook said, it was Dean Melberg. According to an article in the Spokesman Review, Susan Brigham, the wife of Fairchild psychiatrist, Thomas Brigham, had a similar reaction. When I first heard about the shooting, that afternoon on the television, I knew Tom was dead, and I knew who did it. Four days after the hospital tragedy, a B-52 bomber with four airmen on board crashed near Fairchild's flight line. The crew had been practicing maneuvers for an upcoming air show. The tragedy of these events is compounded by the fact that they were predictable and therefore preventable.